Have you ever heard of something called a bug-out bag? A bug-out bag. It's a bag of needed items, things you would put in a backpack or a duffel bag that you would just grab at a moment's notice if there was an emergency or you needed to get away immediately. A bug-out bag. When you put a bag like this together, you have to really consider what would you want to take? Because you can't take everything, right? But you have to go through and figure out what is most needed for me to survive. People who have lots of things can find it hard to make something like a bug out bag because it's hard to decide what needs to go in it. What do I need to survive? What is your bug out bag for Christ? That's my question to you and to myself. What's my bug out bag? How do, how do I prepare one? Of course, I'm using this metaphor to express the things we think we need in this life, but there may not actually be the things we really need, right? There's lots of things we can think of that I really need this daily. But do we? Do we really need that? What we need is Christ. And the rest of what Christ knows we need will follow. He knows what we need. So how do you prepare your life in proper order to put what is valuable in that spiritual bag, if you will? We hear today, come after me. These words are what Jesus says today in Mark's gospel to the disciples. It's much like we have heard in other gospel passages. You may recall the gospel passage of the rich young man. Or the passage of the man whose father has died and he has to bury his dad. And Christ says, follow me. You know when you think back in those gospel passages that they had in their heart a desire to follow him, much like we do. But they couldn't quite say yes completely. They weren't able to say authentically, yes, Jesus. The rich young man has many things and he feels unable to give them all away as Christ asks him to. And the son whose dad died recognizes he has an obligation to bury his dad. But Jesus says to him, let the dead bury the dead. You see, we have possessions and commitments that tend to tie us to the world in many instances. So how can we be prepared to move in our life in such a way as we hear the disciples do in today's gospel? Almost as if they had a bug out bag ready to jump off those boats. I mean, it just, you can visualize just dropping and running to Jesus. Come after me. They drop what they're doing, their livelihoods. James and John leave their dad, Zebedee. They all jump up as if they had that bug out bag prepared. They left their world behind for something completely new and unknown, it would seem. You have to admire that, and it speaks deeply to us as to whether we are prepared for that call from Christ. Or even maybe have I answered that call correctly or partially? Jesus needs our complete yes. I have to be able to say with humility, I'm all in. You know, I've had a number of jobs in my life, and each one has unique challenges, and many times there's some great experiences I can reflect on in those jobs. 
But as I thought of changing jobs, I'd weigh the pros and cons, much like you may have experienced. You have to decide whether to leap to the next career move or to stay put. Careers and jobs, they're a part of our living in this world and a necessary part to sustain ourselves, our families, or maybe even our extended families. Yet jobs often tend to define us, don't they? My name's such and such, and I'm a plumber, or I'm a teacher, or I'm a doctor, or in my case, I'm a federal employee. They tend to try and define who we are. Today we hear what on the surface sounds like a career change for the four fishermen who meet Jesus. Jesus, it seems, is walking along the Sea of Galilee looking for disciples. But the gospel doesn't portray him as walking down that beach and picking everybody and saying, come with me, come with me, come with me. No, he is focused on these individuals, certain people that he knows will impact many. And therein lies the kernel for us today. Our faith is not our career. We shouldn't seek to progress in our faith as though it's climbing a ladder upon which we are the ones in control of that progression. No, it's a vocation, which requires of us to be all in and die to ourselves, our ego. Something that speaks so deeply to us in our hearts that we struggle if we feel compelled to somehow deny that call that Christ gives us. And yet we are challenged in that struggle, aren't we? Many of you here today have responded to God's call to be in the priesthood, marriage, religious life, or maybe a celibacy of God for God. Some of you may just now be responding to a call which Christ has chosen you to respond to. Maybe he's calling you to the priesthood or to marriage life, like myself, or maybe for consecrated life. You know, he doesn't sit on the sidelines in our lives and wait for us to come to him. No, instead he meets us where we are at in our lives. All the warts and scabs and struggles we have. Each job, each experience, each relationship has helped form us to be who we are. And Christ has been there offering himself, calling to us in each of those moments. At times we can hear him clearly, and other times we can't hear or we are deafened by the worldly sounds. But nevertheless, he meets us where we are at. Whatever state we find ourselves in. The job you're in right now and you feel struggles with that. Jesus is there with you in that. Calling you to follow him. He meets these fishermen where they're at in their life. And he incorporates that experience as fishermen to open a reality that has been veiled veiled from them up until that moment. That they are called to be a light in the darkness of the world and bring that light to everyone who will accept it. And so Jesus says to these fishermen, come after me and I will make you fishers of men. Again, he relates his desire for their response to this call within the context 
of the state of the life that they are living, that of fishermen. To fish, to fish is a career. To fish for the souls of others is a vocation. It is a calling that certainly for the priesthood, as Father examples for us here, to call others to the Lord. But it's also for each baptized person as we celebrate this baptism today. Each one of us is given a mark of priest, prophet, and king. Each one of us is given the ability to be a light in our world that we're in, in the midst of our job, in the midst of our family, in the midst of the community that we may even be struggling in. We can be different because Jesus transforms us if we let him. To take our experiences in this life and be transformed by Jesus each time we come here to Mass. Each time we say a prayer. Each time we give of ourselves in a way that we wouldn't have if it wasn't for Jesus on our heart and mind. To use our state in life to fish for those who are in darkness, who need to see. There is a light to follow. And that light is in us. You and I who were baptized into Christ's family. Doesn't matter what your job is or what your career is. Christ wants to come into the midst of your life and call you to share the salvation for the world. Our lives are often complicated and busy. And it seems at times that we can't seem to catch enough breath to contend with all the challenges placed before us. I shared with the Mass earlier, I was up at 4 a.m. taking care of my granddaughter. Not quite as young as I used to be, so my resilience was not quite there. I share that with you and ask you today to listen in your heart to the voice that has been speaking to you throughout your life. Hear him as he says, come after me. For the world in its present form is passing away, as St. Paul reminds us today. It's passing away. What's most important? All we really need for our bug out bag for Christ is Christ. He will provide us with what we need to do the good work for. He will give us what we were created to do, created to be. We're invited to believe that we are where we are for a purpose that Christ wants to make known to us. It has purpose, and we get lost to know that. And it's a reminder today, these fishermen drop their nets as if they knew where they were to go. How could we drop our anxieties, drop those things that hold us back? And be ready to say yes to the Lord. Maybe you, it's for the first time that you've thought of this. Maybe it's for the hundred and first time. To set it down before Christ like those disciples dropping their nets. Jesus speaks something so true, so pure. If we simply listen. That we, like the disciples in today's gospel, can have the peace to leave everything behind and follow him. For he's not leading you away from where you are in your life, but rather he's leading you through that place, deeper into that reality, where we, with him, can bring a message of hope, like the disciples. And we can be the light to all those we meet.